Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Original Janksters. Um, it's not even really a full, like, normal episode, I would say. It's just going to be some, some, uh, some thoughts, if you will, on the new Avengers movie, Infinity War. Um, Pete just came from seeing it. I myself saw it three times already this weekend. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty fresh in my brain as well. <laughs> so, obviously, that all being said, spoiler alert, this is your spoiler warning. This is kind of a conversation of two people who have seen the movie um, and want to discuss the movie. We're not here to review, well, not here to just review the movie. We're here to talk about and converse about what we've just seen. So, just a big old yeah. spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah, I would not listen to this if you had not seen the movie yet. <laughs> You're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> Unless right. you really want to spoil it for yourself, but I don't recommend that at all because <laughs> there's a lot to be spoiled on, and you don't there's want a, that to happen to you. It's just a lot in this movie. It really was. It's over two and a half hours, and I fucking loved all of it pretty much, except Dang. for maybe one tiny little thing that they probably could have trimmed a little bit. But maybe we'll talk about that at some point. Okay. <laughs> I want to start off. And I know that I'm just kind of jumping in here right now, and it's not like... Yeah, let's do, like, first impressions. Just overall, what did you think? Well, I I thought overall it was a good movie. All right? Um, I feel kind of like... Uh, I, I, I can't think of the right word. <laughs> I didn't know everything before going in. I haven't seen all the Marvel movies. I haven't. Okay. So, obviously, this movie starts off pretty much after, I guess, Thor Ragnarok, which yep. I still haven't seen. I watched that sometime either tonight or tomorrow. So, And there's other details, I think, from probably Black Panther that I'm missing out on. don't really know anything about that movie, and that shows up here. I guess I don't... The cool thing is, is they kind of clear some of that stuff up throughout the movie, which is good, but in the moment, you you don't know what's happening. and then so, Yeah, you're just trying to catch yourself the, up. So I guess that was good. Um, I will say, though, uh, America's uh, golden child, Chris Pratt, may not be any uh, golden child any longer. Um, Uh-oh. He... <laughs> what happened? What do you mean? <laughs> you... Oh, I thought this was going to be some story where it's like, oh, he did something off screen. <laughs> now he's in trouble. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were breaking news. I was like, oh, no, he seemed like such a good guy. No, he ruined it all. They could have had the gauntlet, and uh, now the entire yeah, theater yeah. started booing at Chris Pratt. The entire wow. theater. Wow. That did not happen yeah. in any three of my screenings. <laughs> yeah. It was insane. I did not boo, but I was, like, pretty pissed off. I was like, wow, I cannot believe this is actually <laughs> Yeah. Although, to be fair, it did seem like, the, like Spider-Man had it off, and Thanos was able to snap out of it, apropos of nothing. So it seemed like he might have been able to just do that anyway. I don't know. He had the gauntlet off, and then as soon as he snapped out of it, he just grabbed that gauntlet. Because he was yeah. already snapped out of it. Now, if it was literally maybe two seconds later, if Chris Pratt could just keep his cool for just two more seconds, they may have had the gauntlet. That this being said, have no idea what they were going to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> they still have to deal with Thanos. I mean, they'd have the gems, but they don't know how yeah, to they'd have. Yeah, they'd have the gauntlet, so I mean... 
at least then Thanos is a manageable. He's not nearly as powerful, so you can you could think that okay, the Avengers and the Guardians could take out a regular Thanos with no Infinity Gems. They'd probably be all right on that one. Um, <laughs> and then B, they'd also have the Gauntlet if one of them could figure out how to fucking use it. I don't know if they could. I, I feel like you <laughs> a lot of force just to get him in one of those finger holes, and then move finger hole. It's got some pretty. <laughs> They'd have to all put their hands in. They each take, like, a finger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> each one of their hands. <laughs> well, that's going to be the thing, because oh. I'm sure they're going to have to use it next movie. Obviously. I mean, unless you're, you know, <laughs> really stupid, and you believe that all these people are just dead forever, which, clearly, that's not going to be the case. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, now, I've never read any of the comics, um, but I assumed people were acting Man, I assumed people were going to die for real, real. And I know in my heart, they ain't dead for real, real. I just know. <laughs> um, That's the thing is, I think that the people who died early on in the movie, they might potentially be dead still. But I would think, I think everyone who died in the snap is is going to be back. <laughs> is that what you're calling it, the snap? Yeah. Oh, the that's, snap. that makes sense. <laughs> uh, the snap, I love that. I mean, that that's an honestly a very cool moment where he just fucking snaps his fingers and kills, like, trillions of people at once. Not people. Beings. Yeah. <laughs> Every type of creature across the galaxy. <laughs> um, I really... Right I, I, I did like this movie. I thought it was really good, um, in, in all honesty. Uh, like I said, there's just a few parts where it's just like, it, I had to catch back up on because I haven't seen all the rest of the movie but I thought it was a good movie it kept me engaged there wasn't any downtime really throughout the movie it was well paced very Uh, well paced uh, there was a lot thrown at you but it wasn't like it was like a bunch of shit that you had to swallow all at once it was all like alright we're gonna do this okay they went they're doing it it's like right when John shows up uh, and Bruce Banner shows up it's like Oh, we gotta go do this. Okay, boom. Look, Tony Stark's there. All right, that was fantastic. yeah, yeah. There was no like you know. Oh, we gotta look around for him. We better find Tony Stark. Find out what he's doing. It's like nope. Just teleport there. We're there. Shit's on. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought everything was uh, it was delivered well um, in, in the grand scheme of things. I I I liked the the first Avengers. I thought that that was a good movie. Actually, you know what? Hmm. I don't think I've seen the full thing of Avengers yet. Holy uh, shit, really? Yeah, I, I've seen the beginning. Maybe I have at this point. No, I, <laughs> I've missed the middle. Somewhere. I've missed the middle, but anyways. Did you not go um, when it was in the theater at all? No, I, I don't remember what happened. Um, <laughs> I was sick that day, and it was only playing for one day. <laughs> Let me see I want to say it was 2012. Oh, then I have no idea. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, 2012. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't go see it. Um, I've seen most of it. I, I know enough of what's going on in that movie to understand. Um, I know I've seen the end credits of that movie, and it's got Thanos's big old head. In it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a different looking Thanos, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. wish he was more purple. Yeah. Oh, he was uh, very purple in this movie. I know people were having problems when they saw the trailer, but he was 
totally purple in this movie, except the like thing in the trailer. No, he was very purple. I think even Chris Pratt's like, you look like a scrotum because he was pinkish <laughs> and scrotumish. Yeah, he's called all the purple nutsack on your face. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Looking at all these pictures. I mean, he was more purple than in the actual trailer, I guess. Yeah, that shot, he was in the sunlight. Where Okay, that you expect him to look. That's how the light would hit a purple guy. <laughs> when there's like an orangey sun. Ah, whatever. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll say, uh, so I didn't see the, all of the first one. The second one, I didn't like. It was just a bunch of jumbled shit thrown at you wow. all at once. I was not exactly. a big fan of Age of Ultron. I liked Age of Ultron a lot. I think it hit me in all the right areas. Uh, it was way too much all at once, and it just get, like, there's a difference between this movie and then Age of Ultron, where this movie did a lot of, like I said, everything was well-paced. I understood everything that was going on. Age of Ultron, things were happening, and I never understood why. They're just like, oh, this is Ultron. What? Why? How? And they're like, oh, because all of this happened. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then he just dancing, and then it was like, where am I in this fucking movie right now? He just he went from this to computer to knowing or having being the internet, and then he's a thing. And I was like, what? And then there's a many of them. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. So, I mean, uh, I guess yeah. I guess I could see that if you're not familiar with Ultron, but that's kind of the same thing they do with any type of computer villain where they get on the internet and then shit just spreads in, in modern society like you fucking make one computer program it's not just stuck in one robot anymore it's just all fucking everywhere <laughs> that's just the way information moves now that being said with Ultron I remember Ultron's name I remember <laughs> Thanos' name That's a, these are two names that I, I know um, Ego is a third. I cannot tell you probably any other single villain in the entire MCU because they're like so forgettable, and I I don't remember any of them. <laughs> well, you I got to see one the... of them again today. What's that? You got to see another one pop up today. Got to see another one. Thanos. The uh, the surprise cameo on Vormir. Vormir. That was a bad guy. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Red Skull. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in there. Yeah. I honestly, like, I completely forgot about him, and when he showed up, I was like, that was a thing. (laughs) Um, I kind of like that they did that, though. That was cool, the way they brought him back. Like, people had speculated for a long time whether he he actually died or not in Captain America, because the Tesseract just kind of, like, it seemed like it disintegrated him or just beamed him up to the sky. You couldn't really tell what necessarily happened to him. So I like that they did kind of finally fulfill on that thread a little bit and just be like, oh, here he is. <laughs> I guess now we know. Um, yeah, all right, sure. Um, but yeah, no, Thanos, <laughs> great. He was so fleshed out in this movie. You understood his intricacies and his understanding now yes bit of a monster i understand it but i get his <laughs> reasoning behind it it's the balance of things and it's like okay he's got a he's got a motive he's got a purpose of what he's doing and that's what his goal is a lot of other movies not just marvel but a lot of other movies you see villains like this and it, it kind of gets jumbled up sometimes or maybe there isn't a motive they're just killing people because but steppenwolf <laughs> yeah. oh yeah there you go <laughs> Um, but yeah, for sure, Thanos. I thought he was great. I really do. Um, he was definitely a great villain for this movie. Uh, he really um, was. Like they really delivered on him. He's very different from the comics in certain ways, but oh. 
I really enjoyed what they did with him anyway. Like, Josh Brolin fucking killed it. Um, through all the CGI and everything, he you could see all the expression on his face. And, like, he showed actual emotion, which was nuts. Like, to have a villain that, emotion, like, fleshed out. That he was, like, yeah. crying and stuff. Like, you don't expect to see that. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know. I thought it was very effective, the way they did that. He was a Let's go great back to villain. <laughs> now, I think Thanos looked cool. The, uh, I don't know any of the other aliens' names that he had with him. I couldn't tell you a single one of their names, because I don't think they <laughs> yeah. even said them. Yeah, um, they said, like, some, you know, I think they said parts of their names, maybe, but, yeah. Those are characters that, they kind of only got added recently in the comics, and it was like, I could barely tell you their names, because they weren't really fleshed out very well in the comics at all. Like, this Jonathan Hickman guy just kind of said, like, oh, these are Thanos' helpers that you've never heard of before. Where did they come from? What are their powers? I'm not really going to get into it. So I was very surprised that they actually put them in this movie. But surprisingly, I, I definitely thought they were better in this movie than I've ever thought they were in the comics, because they're just kind of nothing in there. But here, at least they were kind of interesting. I, they definitely... I, I, I liked how each one of them was discernible. Like, when you saw one of them, you're like, oh, there's one. You didn't know who yeah. the fuck was. You didn't know. <laughs> just like, oh, there he is, like right at the end of the movie. Where's that guy? When uh, the spear guy showed up in uh, the Visions home, home. you're just like, oh shit, he's not dead. Green Goblin's still alive. So there's a little bit more. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'll say right now, I hated the CGI. I loved the idea of the dude with the psychic powers. Like I, I thought he was really cool. I think they mm-hmm. called him the Paw. Maybe. Yeah, I think it. It's something like Ebony Ma or something. I think there's more to it, but something like that, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I hated the CGI. It looked like something out of a horrible Star Wars movie. I was like, (laughs) gross. I love the chick. The female looked great because I don't think she was even CGI. I think that was all makeup. Uh, I'm not sure, but that's a good sign if you can't really tell. (laughs) Yeah. Green Goblin didn't look good. <laughs> the, the, the big, big hulking guy—he was pretty good. Look, he—I didn't have any problems with him for the most guy, part. Yeah. Especially when the hand got cut off and just came through the portal like that. Looked fucking cool as hell. That hand yeah, that effect was... looked awesome. <laughs> By far the worst CGI in the entire movie, and I please don't don't be against me on this. Is the uh, the the Hulk Buster thing or whatever the hell that thing was? Banner <laughs> and his head. And then, uh, <laughs> same thing with War Machine, when what the uh, fucking, whatever his face is, is just his head. They're just floating there. You can just tell they're floating. They, the bodies aren't moving, but the head's just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, what's happening? I never oh. saw that with, with War Machine. Oh, God. <laughs> right at the end, right when he's looking for uh, Falcon, his head's just floating. He's like, hey, what? I- I can't remember the Falcon's dude's name, but it's like, hey, uh, 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 what's going on? Hey, where'd you go? Blah, blah, blah. His head's just bobbling, but his body's not moving at all. I was like, that's not good. That's not good CGI there. Huh. Yeah, yeah. it must not have bothered me any, because I didn't notice it whatsoever. Oh. It was only... Hulkbuster, I could see it being shaky at certain times, but... It was only really, really, really bad, and I could deal with the alien dudes, but it's... Like, I'm telling you, War Machine and the Hulkbuster one were the, by far the worst. They were just like, no. <laughs> something's gone on. Something's gone wrong. What's happening? <laughs> what did they do? 
Yeah. Oh, um, man. Um, yeah. I thought it was great. What? How does the storyline with the Infinity Wars compare to the comics? I'm actually kind of interested in knowing. So uh, far, I mean, up to- that is a good question. Um, so basically, in the comics, uh, Thanos is he—he has the same end goal, basically, of trying to kill off half the universe. But his motivation is very different. Um, he, in the comics, he is actually in love with the physical concept of death. Death is a woman, essentially, like a skeleton woman <laughs> in a purple cloak, who is actually like she is. You know, the embodiment of death. She is the one who causes all death. And she claims you when you die, essentially. And she is an actual being. And Thanos is in love with her. And always trying to win her affection. (laughs) But she's always basically giving him the cold shoulder and shit. And, like, basically cuckolding him half the time with, like, Deadpool and stuff like that. (laughs) Which, that comes later on, but... So, like, he's always trying to win her over. And, like, she just keeps, like, rebuffing him and shit. And, uh, so eventually he, like, she brings him back from the dead after he gets killed. And uh, she wants, she tasks him with killing off half the universe. And he's like, all right. And then so he goes about, he finds out about the Infinity Stones, and he sets off to, you know, get all six so he can do it real easy. And he do, he basically, they're all, unlike where this is, where like some of them are with the Avengers, some of them with the Guardians, that type of thing, they're all basically held by these, like, elders of the universe. And uh, it's a really cool storyline, like a two-issue thing where he kind of goes to all these different elders. And, like, sometimes sometimes he fights them and defeats them. Sometimes he, like, challenges them to a contest or combat or something. Sometimes he's, like, making deals, like, trades and shit. He'll be like, I'll give you this if, you know, if you do this. Sometimes he just tricks them. But it's really cool the way he did it. It's one of my favorite stories, actually. But then, so eventually he gets all six. He's got the Infinity Gauntlet. And he does the snap pretty much at the beginning of the Infinity Gauntlet's six-issue storyline. That's like issue one. It's basically he does the snap, kills off half the things in the universe, and things just get progressively worse from there. <laughs> Honestly, like, I think he just starts fucking up with things just for the hell of it. Like, I know the Earth gets thrown off its orbit at one point, so it's basically spiraling further and further away from the sun. So even everybody who's not already dead is, like, fucking freezing to death. <laughs> Um, all the heroes kind of unite and go to the moon to like fight him, and he basically you know kills them all in like weird, interesting ways. Um, and basically, it's, it gets down to like only Adam Warlock, I think, and Adam Warlock has to kind of try to defeat him essentially. And I think Nebula in the comics kind of ends up like Thanos kind of elevates himself to godhood, so like so much so that he doesn't need his physical form anymore, and. Nebula kind of grabs the gauntlet off of his physical form while he's kind of doing that shit. And then she kind of restores everything, and they end up having to, you know, fight Nebula to get the shit away from her and that kind of thing. Uh, oh. She's less experienced, so they get it from her pretty easily. <laughs> so that's good. Of course. <laughs> but, yeah, the, so the snap did happen, so I definitely was expecting that, which it was very effective the way they did it like and i think in the comics it was just kind of a snap and they were gone which honestly the crumbling away to dust was was really cool like that honestly was very effective i love the way they did it and like some of those were just heartbreaking like the spider-man one is just hard to watch oh i know (laughs) like that's uh, uh, it's fucking tough man like the way he's just breaking down there was people crying right next to me like, yeah. no, 
no, not Peter. Not Peter. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, that's like, it's really just sad the way he dies in like Tony's arms like that. Especially after their, like their dynamic between the two of them, all movie was so great. Like I loved all the scenes with them together. I like that I, there were just... multiple arcs and it wasn't like boring when you went to another arc. There was always something going on. Yeah, it was always moving the story forward and it was it was really smart the way they did it to split people up into little teams like that and have different stories going on with these smaller little teams instead of just having everybody get together as cool as that would have been to have like, oh, everybody gets in one room. Like that would have been kind of a clusterfuck. <laughs> That'd be too many characters to try to deal with all in one thing. Right. So the way they did it where they split everybody into smaller groups was really smart. And the groups that they ended up kind of putting people into honestly were very entertaining. And it was very cool to see people interacting with different people you didn't normally see them interact with. And kind of people that really fit their personalities in a weird way where it was either really fitting or it was the opposite and they just kind of clashed. So the pairings were very interesting to see. Yeah, that's very true. Um, like it was, the Iron Man and Doctor Strange, like those two were great. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> he just kept making fun of them and shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying I, to steal a necklace from a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely the. Oh, I like the pairings. I liked how they did uh, Thor and uh, all that. That was pretty clever. I'm not gonna lie, seeing a giant version of Peter Dinklage was hilarious. <laughs> See, that was the one part of the movie that they could have trimmed down a little bit. I didn't need all of that. Yeah. Like, I'd love to start with, like, Thor and Rocket. I thought those two together were fucking great. Um, but then that whole thing where we got to restart this thing, and that was like, uh, you could have cut I, a little bit off this. <laughs> I would say, if there was some way of that trimming down but still keeping the part where, like, uh, you're going to die, it's like, you'd have to kill him first. And then he's just like, yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> That's what dying means. <laughs> <laughs> like that part like made me probably it was one of the only parts that made me laugh out loud like really like <laughs> a lot I just thought that was hilarious because I was thinking the same thing that Peter Dinklage was he's like no they have to kill me first and I was just like what? and then he said like he took the words right out of my mouth I was like that's hilarious I love that there were a lot of the laugh out loud moments one of my favorite was uh when like when the Guardians and the Avengers first meet up and they're like well, what do you what's your guys or what do you what is it you guys do exactly? <laughs> take or kick names and take ass. <laughs> Spider Man and Iron Man just look at him. <laughs> uh. It was like an extra beat there of him just looking. It was so great. <laughs> it was like when Thor first meets him, he's like, The Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes? Mantis is like like Kevin Bacon? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> yeah, he might be on the team. <laughs> I did like that. I thought that was a great callback. There was so many like great callbacks to earlier things. Especially like the uh the rocket thing with the eye where he gave Thor that eye. I'm like, that's so fucking perfect because they've set that up so many times that he likes stealing things from people who have prosthetic limbs and shit. Yeah, that was in the first Guardians, that was in the second Guardians, <laughs> like he's always stealing shit, stealing people's robot parts, so it totally makes sense that he would have this eye that he could give Thor. That's true. I'm sure I they didn't have that, that planned out that way, but god damn it worked out perfectly. <laughs> um, 
I do love how that when Rocket meets uh, the Winter Soldier for the first time, he's like, can I have that gun? No. <laughs> he's like, can I have that arm? No. I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> I'm going to get that arm. <laughs> so hilarious. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, so much good. The, the Guardians, like, overall, were like, fucking killing it in this movie. Like, they were so funny. Pretty much every scene with them was hilarious. I, I'm not gonna lie, though, man. Like, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy, both 1 and 2, but Chris Pratt was the most annoying one out of all of them this time. <laughs> wow! I did not feel that at all. Like, he felt I loved like him the so least... Much. Like, I the thing where he was loved, mocking I Thor loved... and, like, doing his voice, that was so funny. <laughs> I mean, it was funny, but it was just like... I mean, that was funny. But I felt like he was the least amount of use in that entire movie. And then he ruined everything. So I was just like, damn. I mean, he had to have been there. I completely understand that. But I just felt like, uh, uh, I don't know if I liked how they did his character in this movie. I I didn't think he was useless or anything like that. Like, he, he was doing his job. And, like, the first time they fought Thanos, like, if anyone had actually listened to him... <laughs> They might have felt, like fared a little bit better, but every time he tried to say something, he was like, "All right," did this whole hand thing, and he's like, "Hold up!" Everyone just kept walking. <laughs> he's like, "Go right." Everyone goes left. <laughs> yeah. They might have done a little bit better if they had actually listened to him. True. And he was put in like a tough situation with the whole Gamora thing, and like that was another heartbreaking scene of him just having to like fucking pull the trigger on her. Oh, yeah, that part. I did like how it was Bubbles. And then the gun took yeah. Bubbles. <laughs> um, the whole Gamora thing was definitely heartbreaking. Because yeah. it's like, she thought that he loved nothing. But, like, even before that, it was hard for me to... I, I, I had to, like, step back and put myself into her shoes. Because, like, watching Thanos do the whole scene when she was a kid. And he's like, oh, this is balance and all this stuff. You had this sense of, like... He actually did want to teach her and uh, have her learn some of his ways and take the throne. So when it came yeah. to the point in that movie where he had to sacrifice somebody he loved, to me it, just, it was like, oh, well, it's obviously Gamora. But for some reason, Gamora is like, no, you you don't love anything. And yeah. then, well, come on, she now. couldn't see it. <laughs> I was like, this, think, this makes sense. Ouch. Yeah, I think she's just you know being raised in that environment. She just kind of convinced herself that this fucking guy is heartless and doesn't care about anything but beneath all that hard exterior there was something that he cared about and yeah. unfortunately it was her <laughs> yeah so I think the audience everyone knew they say oh fuck but she was just kind of the whole that made that whole moment even harder to watch is just her being like nope you're fucked now <laughs> oh god <laughs> right yeah that's true That the, I mean if I watched it the second time it would probably be harder to watch the first time I was just yeah. like mostly confused, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I, I kind of see where she's coming from." And that's why I said I had to take a step back and kind of put myself into her shoes. Like, "Oh, this makes sense." Yeah, this guy I mean, just, look at the way like <laughs> Thanos raised her and Gamora or uh, Nebula. Like, we're basically they're in constant competition, and every time you know Nebula would fuck up, she would basically like cut off part of her and replace it with robot parts and shit. So yeah. he's definitely you can see why she like thinks he's a total, you know, fucking dickhole and shit like that. Right. Um. Hmm. What else can I possibly say? Um. 
And, like, they did that whole thing with, uh, as hard as it was for, uh, for Star-Lord to have to pull the trigger on Gamora, they did the same thing again. Like, this was a hard movie with, with like, putting these characters into, like, impossible choices with the whole Scarlet Witch and Vision thing. Like, they did it again, and it was still, it was just as hard to watch. It's like, god damn it. This hurts yeah. every time I see it. Uh, it, I mean, it didn't hurt me as much, I guess, with the Vision. That's just, I don't really know too much of the Vision, so I was like, oh, whatever. But I understand I like that, that there was love connection, so I was like, okay, I can I can see where people are getting sad. But nobody talked about the Vision at the end. It was all about Peter Parker. That's, that's all it was. Yeah. I mean, they did try, I mean, they were clearly trying a lot to save Vision. <laughs> kind of so much that it's like, well, why didn't you, like... Honestly, if I was Wakanda, I was like, why are we fighting so hard to fight to protect this one guy? <laughs> and most of us are now going to die. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I can't, we'll get into that in, in the predictions part of what I think is coming for the Vision later on. But um... That's easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, you put your sight against it with all your sweet, sweet comic book readings. Titans. <laughs> it's um, true. I've got some ideas of where they're going with that, but it was definitely that was pretty heartbreaking the way they did that because you really did. I mean, as much as they haven't given Scarlet Witch and Vision too much time to like fully flesh out that relationship, I thought they did a good job in this movie with moving that forward and really making you care. Even though like Scarlet Witch totally lost her accent, like I thought she was really amazing in this movie, and you really felt it. Oh yeah, she had. An accent. <laughs> yeah. She must have lost it over the last like two years. She just was practicing hard. I totally forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> or she just used her chaos like magic to get rid of it. <laughs> um, I did love that after she broke. It was great. <laughs> I felt bad for her because it's like she had she had to kill Vision. <sighs> To break the stone, to only have Thanos bring Vision back <laughs> to kill her right again, in front of her. and she had the yep. <laughs> Oh my god! I know. It's almost like a mercy that she was one of the people who got you know <laughs> turned to dust. I know. Because having to live with that <laughs> would not be fun. Yep. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see what else. Man, we- they- Doctor Strange, they really bumped him up a shit ton in this movie from where he was in his solo movie. He was a fucking badass in this movie. Oh, hell yeah. He was so cool. I love he him. really was. <laughs> he knew, like, he so many fucking spells. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so good. Like, like the, the whole st- thing where he was battling Thanos, like, one-on-one. That was fucking nuts. Oh, oh I know. That was so, cool, so cool. I even loved it when he was, like, teaming up with Spider-Man. It's like, oh, magic. Magic kick. <laughs> Magic. He just kept going through all these portals. It's hilarious. I love that they made, like, Spider-Man, like, this is the Spider-Man I love. I Like, this makes me so mad that, like, the Russo brothers do such a good job with him in Civil War and then in this movie. But then in the solo Spider-Man movie, it's like, oh, he's a fucking dumbass who can't even fucking land one punch on the vulture, but he can pretty successfully at least fight Thanos <laughs> in this movie. But nope, in that movie he can't hit the vulture or do anything and basically only win like only wins because the vulture damages his own thing in a fucking plane accident. <laughs> He's a complete piece of shit dumbass. <laughs> hey, some harsh words. We just watched Peter Parker die today. I know. 
horrible things. <laughs> He's so good in these movies. <laughs> you ever see this really old movie called Aliens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any more pop culture references out of you the rest of the trip. <laughs> uh, I honestly Please don't put your eggs in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I honestly thought that Tony Stark was going to die when he got stabbed. I think oh, I know. Funny thing he did. Yep. The way uh, they the set it up in the beginning. Because like <laughs> when they're not reading any of the comics, but everybody keeps saying people are going to die. I was like, oh, but I didn't realize there was this snap thing. I never knew that that, that was going to be a thing. Um, yeah. So I, when I heard that people were going to die, I was like, oh, he's going to get the Infinity Stones and just like smash people to death. And I was like, oh. Which he could. Which is kind of a, a weird thing about that they did with Thanos in this movie. is like he's somewhat honorable in a way too, which kind of makes gives him extra depth as well. Like when he makes a deal, like it's like, all right, I'll spare Tony Stark. Like he sticks to it. Like, he actually feels kind of bad for Scarlet Witch there at the end. Like, he's not just going to kill people just for the heck of it. He's just going to kill his half of the universe. That's all he wants to do, really. He doesn't want to just kill people because they're in his way. Like, he won't kill them if he doesn't necessarily have to. That's true. That's a good, good point. Yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know, I thought that was cool. and had some cool depth to him. What was the now? Because I, I haven't seen Thor Ragnarok. What was the whole complications with Bruce Banner and the Hulk? Did they have a, like a a thing in that movie? Um, no. That I think is just because Thanos kicked his ass. Oh, that makes so sense. I'm assuming the Hulk was kind of scared and <laughs> didn't want to come back out. I'm assuming they'll have to address that in the next movie. But I'm kind of thinking in the next movie we're actually going to get like they'll rebuild the Hulkbuster armor and then we'll get like the Hulk in the Hulkbuster armor. I'm thinking that's going to happen <laughs> at one point. I don't think it's happened in the comics, but fucking it'd be badass to see. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I kind of would love it. <laughs> that would just make him so much more badass. He wouldn't really quit. <laughs> well, they make him a special armor that's even bigger. Oh, Iron Iron Hulk. Uh, oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that Cap... Oh, her name's Captain Marvel, right? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, so I'm... I've heard that she was going to be uh, in the second one, which is cool. Um, I would imagine probably Hawkeye and Ant-Man will probably show up. <laughs> yeah, that's. I definitely think Hawkeye will be for sure. Ant-Man and the Wasp, i got to figure at least one of them got dusted. But which is knows? Because Ant-Man and the Wasp are coming to theaters in July, so I'm just yeah. all sorts of confused. Well, I think it kind of takes place essentially around the same time. So it's kind of uh, like what they were doing, you know, during this movie. Oh, they weren't around. That this is like, uh, like consecutively happening. So like, yeah, one of them will dust at the end. Ooh. Yeah, like maybe either at the very end of the movie or in like an after credit scene, you'll see one of them get dusted, and probably old Hank Pym and stuff like that. He'll probably get dusted. I gotta figure right. Hawkeye is still around because it kind of seemed like they were, you know, a lot of the people they left is the original. Avengers, yeah, the original six. So I got get, get the feeling the next movie is going to be a lot of them, the original Avengers, and focus a lot on their stuff. Yeah, that would be interesting. I wonder uh, how this is going to play out uh, as far as a movie standpoint. Um, I think it would be interesting to see how it all kind of comes together towards the end of the movie because um, I don't know. I just don't know how how they would do this. But I mean, yeah. that's just uh, outside of looking in. So. 
should be pretty cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Curious to see what Captain Marvel's going to do. Like they are giving uh, her movie comes out next March, so it's like really shortly before uh, the second part. Um, only like a month and a half, I think, before. <laughs> so it's a really small window there. But yeah. that's like a uh, a prequel. Basically, it's supposed to be set in the '90s um, with her and like a younger Nick Fury who still has two two eyes. <laughs> oh. So we'll get to see like her origin story and where the hell she's been for the last like you know twenty twenty five years, and why it's only huh. now that she's coming back. So yeah, that, that's a big question. Um, do you have any predictions of any other superheroes possibly just showing up out of the blue? Um, I gotta think no. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, why didn't they tease the Fantastic Four or something in this?" Let's oh say. no! Well, they haven't fucking sealed that deal completely yet. They don't know if they have the rights for the fucking Fantastic Four yet, so I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Were they in the comics then? Uh, I mean, everybody was in the comics pretty much. It was a big event. Mm. But hmm. I don't... You, they weren't a big part of it or anything. You know, they were probably... Some of them were parts of the, the team that fought Thanos on the moon, but they all died really easily, so... <laughs> oh. Really, in the comics, the biggest parts were the Silver Surfer and Adam Warlock, uh, who we... Adam Warlock we haven't seen yet, which that'll probably show up in my predictions of things for later. <laughs> That's just but, uh, predictions. Because I think we've got <laughs> an amount of uh, yeah. story under our belts. We all understand. Yeah. I will say one last thing is I really did appreciate the way this ended where it was just it got like really quiet <laughs> like in the movie and in the theater. <laughs> like yep. it was just like some fucking shit just happened like <laughs> it was a very strange way to end like a big summer blockbuster movie but fucking it was effective because <laughs> it was just a very very sad <laughs> ending. And just yeah, quite a yeah. like, it's definitely the Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel Universe, I guess, but even more so because, like, Thanos not only beat the Avengers, like, he fucking beat them badly <laughs> and killed half the universe, which is pretty much, that's, you know, that's, that's losing pretty hard. I do have one question because I don't know who he is, and I've heard you mention him a couple, couple times. What is this Adam Warlock fella? Ah. That, as we talk, yeah, let's get into predictions, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. Um, so Adam Warlock in the comics was a artificially created human. Um, basically this guy, the High Evolutionary, created his, you know, artificial human guy who was, like, gold and shit, and he was, like, supposed to be the perfect specimen of all humanity's potential and that kind of thing. Um, so in, clearly in the movies that's going to be a slightly different thing because they've already shown his cocoon, like he was born from a cocoon in the comics, and that cocoon showed up in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 after credits thing. Remember, if you remember the gold people, like they were like, oh, we finally created our ultimate creation and you know, send him after the Guardians type thing. So that was his cocoon. Okay. So clearly he's, he's coming up soon. Um, I'm guessing he's going to be a big part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, in the comics... He is the longtime bearer of the Soul Stone, hmm. which we finally got to see in this movie. Um, it's the only Infinity Stone that hasn't had its own like movie that focused on it. Yeah. So I gotta figure that after this whole Infinity, you know, war thing is over, the Soul Stone is going to be a part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Would be my guess. And even though Gamora will not be brought back as part of the snap stuff 
I get the feeling that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is going to be the quest. Is basically like their search for Spock. Where in like you know the second Star Trek movie they kill a lot of Spock, and the third one they were trying to bring him back to life. I get the feeling that's what's going to be a big part of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is they're trying to bring Gamora back because in the comics there was a whole long period of time where like Gamora got killed by Thanos, Adam Warlock got killed by Thanos, but they all ended up inside the Soul World inside of the Soul Gem. And it was like this nice, peaceful, happy place where they got to live for several years before they finally got reborn out of there into, like, other bodies and stuff like that. So I kind of get the feeling that Gamora is not totally dead-dead, but she is trapped in the Soul Stone. Since they, like, Thanos sacrificed her to the Soul Stone, I get the feeling yeah. she's basically trapped in there. And the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie will be them trying to get her out. Uh, I'm not, I haven't heard anything about this, but that would just be my guess based off of you know, things that happen in the comics. So is Volume 3 supposed to be coming out then? I would imagine after the Infinity War. Yeah, I would guess. They haven't given any kind of release dates for any part of Phase 4 yet, so I don't know. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much been confirmed that James Gunn wants to do three Guardians of the Galaxy movies, then he's going to, you know, be done. And he said the Guardians will basically be done after that, uh, at least that version of the team. So, so I get the feeling they're going to bring her back through this whole soul, soul stone type thing. And they're going to bring Adam Warlock in, and he'll probably have something to do with it. And that would be my so guess he, for that movie. So your prediction is, is that he is going to come at some point. Uh, my, my, I guess my guess, just based on what you tell me, is probably the second one is going to open up with him coming out of this cocoon, I would imagine. That's um, of character. Yeah, I see. I can't see them doing that there. I kind of get the feeling that like they're gonna hold off on him till Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, rather than try to do it here, because I think it would be too, too much to try to do it in here. Well, doesn't it's supposed to be like an Avengers movie, the and they're just introducing okay. this whole other character? <laughs> Isn't he the one who takes the gauntlet from Thanos though? Uh, well, actually, in the comics, it was Nebula. Like he played kind of an important part, but it ended up being Nebula. You know, who was oh, in, right. who they've already shown. Um, she's a little bit different in the comics. Like she was claiming to be Thanos' granddaughter, but I guess he was claiming that no, that's not true. And he was basically she wasn't robot at all, but he was like fucking with her as soon as he got the gauntlet. He was like he drained her life like to the point of death, <laughs> and just kept her in this state of like being like a shriveled up corpse. But except she was still alive. <laughs> and so like the second basically he had his back turned, she kind of just you know hobbled over there and took the gauntlet and kind of restored herself and that kind of shit. So she might play an important part, but overall, I kind of think... I don't know who's going to technically get the gauntlet from him. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I get the feeling somebody's going to have to get it and, you know, reverse things. Because that's kind of the thing, is once you introduce something that's this powerful that they can destroy half the universe with a snap, obviously it's got the power to bring half the universe back. So... Right. I don't think they're going to have a problem doing that. It's just, the question is, it looked like it was kind of burnt up, like, the way, like, after the snap. Like, it looked all crispy. <laughs> yeah, it looked like so it was... I don't like... know. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Like, if they're going to have to find some way to recharge it, then? Hmm. I don't know yeah, I don't exactly know. how that's going to work. But that kind of leads into my next one, which I, I do predict that definitely Iron Man's going to die in the next one. I think that's a, pretty much a given at this point that he is definitely a goner. <laughs> it seemed like they were setting up for that hard in this one. I think he dodged the bullet this time, but 
he's not going to be so lucky next time. I think he's going to have to end up sacrificing his life. And especially the way that Doctor Strange like gave up the time gem to spare his life. Like it seems clear that in his you know, going through all those futures and they only saw the one where they actually won and beat Thanos, I get the feeling that Tony Stark is gonna be the difference maker and that's why he gave him the time stone so that he wouldn't die, because he knew that that was gonna be you know, what they were gonna need to 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 win Keep the days. Around. Yeah, you have to have Tony Stark otherwise Ooh. shit falls apart. That's some deep thinking, but I like it. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, that's where I, I think uh, that was the point of all that because he's just like we're in the end game now, and didn't really give him much reason beyond that. So I feel like that's going to be the key. I think that's going to be just extra bittersweet the way like Cap and him first met, and like Cap is berating him for being like, "Oh, you only care about yourself and shit like that." Like, this is going to be his chance to fully show, like you know, like he's sacrificing himself for the whole universe here. So I don't I do know like, if he's going to have... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I do like that Gwyneth Paltrow did show up here, and I think what they're probably doing is kind of like giving you what The Walking Dead does. Give him a little bit of hope. Say, oh, we want kids. We want a future. And I yeah. feel like what you're saying is pretty much right on the money because I think Marvel's just really going to like get into people's hearts and minds just like, but he wanted kids. <laughs> uh, he's not going to be able to do that, I don't think. The more plans you have for the future, the more there is for you to lose, unfortunately. <laughs> That's yeah. just how this stuff tends to work out. But maybe she might be, maybe she's already pregnant and doesn't know and his dream was accurate, or maybe they'll get one moment together, you know, in the next movie before they go off to fight Thanos and he'll put a baby in her. <laughs> so the Stark generations will live on. Hopefully <laughs> the beginning of the next one, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just opens yeah. up with, let me lick you up and down. <laughs> He shakes his his nanoparticles into her. (laughs) His nano suit. It was kind of cool, but it was like I loved it. It's very so badass. It's very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like T one thousand ish. Yeah, it was like super sleek. There's no like bulky lines and shit. Now, see, that's the big difference. It's like they cared more about Iron Man suit, like that. CGI looked great. I'm telling you, War Machines and the Hulkbuster. <laughs> as long as they were, if they had the the helmet on, it looked fine. Even, but even with like Tony Stark when they uh, uh, Thanos or Thanos knocked his uh, helmet thing off, like it didn't look like he was wearing a fake suit. Whereas like War Machine, <laughs> Hulkbuster was just like, no, where's the Falcon? Where's yeah? <laughs> wow, I'm him from Street Fighter too. <laughs> You'll go flame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice. Next time I see this movie, which I'm sure won't be too long from now, right. I'll really look for it. <laughs> no, not back soon, unfortunately. <laughs> you stay for the end credits every time? Yeah. <laughs> you got to. It's just part of it. <laughs> you got to see Sam Jackson every time. <laughs> It's just a minute and a half of just Sam Jackson was saying Pure chaos. a swear word and <laughs> Captain Marvel's signal. I thought for sure they were going to end with, you know, like, the Avengers will be will be back in and then they'll show you the title for Avengers 4. But they didn't. They just said Thanos will return. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That was, fucking, that was cool. That was a nice touch. <laughs> 
like, oh yeah. <laughs> That's all we're, we can really count on, is Thanos will be there. <laughs> we don't know if anybody else will. <laughs> Man, I really want to see this Adam Warlock guy. I'm looking at pictures of him on uh, the Google. Yeah, he's pretty cool looking. I hope they pull it off in the comic or in the movies, which I think they will. Those gold people look pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looks like a human, but with like boulder skin, I suppose. Yeah, you should see. He's got an evil version, like an evil future version of himself called the Magus, uh, who is basically the same but purple. And he's got, like, a white afro. Because <laughs> it was the 70s, so I guess they figured that would just be... <laughs> of course this is going to be the style at the time. <laughs> he I'm wears, looking. like, short shorts and shit. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He looks great. He looks like Shazam. Yeah, a little bit. He's got that lightning bolt. <laughs> It's a common motif there. Yeah. <laughs> now, what do you think as far as Cap dying in the next one? Because obviously his contract is up, so it seems like he's a ripe one to be also dying as well. I'm okay with it. I've never really liked Captain America. Oh, I love, I love Captain America in these movies. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Oh, but he's so cool. <laughs> he's like the heart of the team. He's just like the most steady, good, kind-hearted guy. He's like Russell Wilson of the Seahawks. That's all he is. He's just <laughs> he says all the right things. He's got the good looks. He could probably get any girl he wants, but he's useless. <laughs> Aw. But he'll get his shield back in the next one, so he'll have use again. I hope so. I think we're beard look yeah. about it. I hated him beard. I don't understand why he's got, got a beard, because now they look <laughs> he looks almost identical to what fucking Thor looks like. <laughs> well at least they commented on that. <laughs> That's true, they did. So my beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they were on the run, so I think that ex- that's why they were, you know, on the run from the law. I did get, and like... No one will recognize him with a beard. A movie where you're just like, ah, oh, yes. Like, when Thor shows up... Oh, my God. On the thing, you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I love it. <laughs> and then you get, like, those goosebumps and everything. You're just like, oh, man, this is going to be great. Yep. <laughs> God, it was that was amazing. Thor is fucking yeah. badass in this, as he is in Thor Ragnarok. Like, fucking, they've really just unleashed him recently. <laughs> just made him super badass. Yeah. The other movies anywhere. he was like, I do love that. What, what was his new act called? The Storm Watcher? Storm- uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> I like, does he have the Stormbreaker in the comics? Uh, I believe so. I think he did at one point. Hmm. Let me Google that. Yeah, it's, it's more often the hammer, but I think... Uh, he does. He did have an axe recently, like when they did the whole stupid Jane Foster was the Lady Thor, and he was just normal guy. I know he had an axe then. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, my one buddy, uh, Oldham, is like... I hate that the Jane chick's not in there anymore because she becomes a really badass Thor. I was like... <laughs> Why did you ever read that? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right. He's really into, like, this could sound stupid, but he's, like, really into women. But it's always, like, the female counterparts of, like, the males. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't yeah. care at all about these things. I hate Gwen, uh, Spider-Gwen. Oh, I hate Spider-Gwen Gwen Gwen and Gwenpool. Yeah. Abomin- I hate anything that basically just rips off other things. 
Like, if you want to make your own hero, please, fine, and make it a woman. I don't care what you do. Make it whoever you want. <laughs> just don't I, fucking replace the actual things or just copy them completely. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> like, I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel. I think that that's going to be badass because that's her own thing. Gwenpool, fuck you. <laughs> Slap me right in the face. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, that's, that's just bad. Fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I get the feeling next movie we're definitely going to see Cap and Iron Man, their full-on reconciliation, and they're going to have a big, you know, come-together moment, and they'll kind of, you know, put the past behind him and shit, because I'm sure that's got to be on Tony's mind, too, is like, this is kind of, as much as he was preparing for this for our fucking ten years or whatever, ever since, I guess not ten years, but the last six years or whatever since 2012, um, he's been preparing, you know, for Thanos ever since the first Avengers, and then he kind of let all this stuff with the Civil War and everything tear them apart, and they probably, they could have probably prevented this if they were all still together. Because they almost got the gauntlet off of Thanos, you know, just a couple of them, so if you had the whole team together, they probably could have done it. Yeah. And, you know, stopped him, or at least got to help Vision out sooner, that kind of thing. So if they had all been together, they probably could have avoided this. So I'm sure that's going to be weighing on him big time in the next movie. That if he hadn't just let his own personal grudges get in the way, like, kind of, <laughs> kind of on him a little bit. My 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 worry with this, because again, I haven't seen all the movies, which, whatever. Um, but my worry is Disney or Marvel or whoever is going to milk this cow until only blood starts dripping out of that thing. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about is like, I don't want this series to go on forever because it's going to be walking dead. It's just going to die. And nobody's yeah. these things eventually is like, I, these are just brand new characters. I don't even care anymore. The reason why people still go to them now is because of those characters that we've grown up since what? 2007, I think 2006, 2008. It was the first Iron Man and yes. Hulk. So, I mean, we grew up with these things for the last 10 years. So yeah. it's just this amazing adventure that we've all gone on. And then you're going to start introducing new characters, which is fine, to help with this war that is obviously up. There's a lot going on with this thing. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, but don't... And, and I'm excited for this Adam Warlock guy. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm stoked for that. Um, but at the same time, after the... Inf- Infinity's War, or after the Infinity Wars, I might watch the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and that's going to be it. (laughs) Wow. That's the thing, is they really are, especially if some of the core Avengers die in the next one, which I'm assuming they will, I gotta feel like it's going to feel very much like a finale. So it's kind of hard to to get up for, oh, hey, they're they're still going with other things. And it's just right. not going to be the same because nobody's going to come back. Even the ones that are still alive, they'll probably just have to recast or have them move on somehow and fucking do some stupid bullshit where they're like, oh, yeah, here's the Ironheart shit nobody cares about. Like, no. <laughs> I want the I want the real characters or nothing. <laughs> I was hoping that the Infinity Wars, everything that had been building up to this point was the finale. But now that you've mentioned possibly the Gal- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and it's just like, like in in my opinion, I thought we were done after this. This was the <laughs> this was the war that we've been waiting for for the last 10 years, and now yeah. I have a hearing about more shit coming out that I'm just, I don't care about anymore. 
Well, I, I mean, hardly they, care. They've already announced that there's going to be a Spider-Man two. Um, I think they said you know earlier this week it came out that Ryan Coogler is close to signing a deal for him to direct Black Panther two. Which after all the money that made, clearly it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh God. There's definitely <laughs> a, lot of, uh, a lot of black people in the theater today, which is cool because I mean I'm glad that the Black Panther movie and the, the franchise there that will soon be. Uh, I'm glad that that's bringing in other people that have, you know, maybe not been into the Marvel comics. Because, I mean, I, you see all walks of life now at the theaters. So I'm glad that that's happening. Um, I will never peter people off of the out of the theater. I think what Marvel's doing is great for bringing a bunch of people together, which is really cool. Yeah, I haven't seen I Black Panther. I've heard it's way overhyped. Um, some people absolutely love that movie, but... Uh, between yourself and then my buddy Sean, they went in hearing all this amazing hype, and then it just crashes down. <laughs> Even Uncle Rusty at the family party the other day, like he was like, "Yeah, I saw that Black Panther movie. Like, I didn't like it at all." <laughs> he was like, "I kind of, was like, I kind of think I'm getting sick of these movies now after I saw that." <laughs> I'm like, "Wow, well, Infinity War will bring you back because <laughs> it's good." Yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying, and I feel like that's what's going to happen. happen is after Infinity War, this is a huge Avengers movie. If you're saying that Iron Man and Captain America might die in the next one, who's going to go to these? If they do keep making Avengers movies, that's it. Oh, I know. They uh, they said earlier this week that they're working on the Black Widow movie finally. So that'll be coming up, I'm sure. <laughs> she's like one of the worst characters. I like Scarlett <laughs> Only when she's an Avenger. I don't want to see a movie yeah. just her. But if I want to could... do that, I'll watch... Lucy too. <laughs> they could do it really well if you do like a Jason Bourne type, you know, spy movie where it's just with her. Like, I, I would be all right with that. Like, you could do it. <laughs> nope, I'm good. <laughs> you just, you just said if they do a Jason Bourne movie. <laughs> That's what Jason Bourne movies are for. We don't need a, a non-powered superhero movie. If I want to watch that, I'll go watch Mission Impossible 94 with Tom Cruise. He's still alive, still making movies. Don't know how he's doing it, but that's his superpower still to live and make Mission Impossible movies. Well, if they made the fir- if they made a Black Widow movie that was like the first Mission Impossible movie, I'd be all for it. That'd be fucking great. I love that movie. That's not a the rest of them. That It's just her kicking ass. <laughs> and just, she doesn't even have superpowers. Yeah, but that's <laughs> fine. That's- Tom Cruise yeah but these movies that's what they do so well is they do different tones so it's not even like I mean Captain America Winter Soldier is like more of like a political thriller almost than a superhero movie at times like they do different things (laughs) also not a fan of that oh I love that movie I like actually no the first I I like that one better than the first one the first one um but, yeah, it's 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 fine for what it is, but it's not spectacular by any means. It's a good origin story for Captain America. It's fa- it's faithful enough to to his origin, and it's, it does oh, it yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, it's just not. I mean, I, World War Two movies aren't my favorite to begin with. So you set a superhero movie there; it's not gonna <laughs> necessarily jump up to the top of the list for me. Right. I do like how they did the whole, uh, you know, making them look skinny and stuff like that. I thought that, that was cool, but I don't know. That yeah. I was like, whatever. And then when <laughs> Soldier came out, I was like, 
Oh, man, that really just barely beats it. I remember when Winter Soldier came out, <laughs> and everybody's like, wow, Winter Soldier's better than the first Avengers. And I was like, I've barely even saw the first Avengers. And <laughs> those little parts that I saw were way better than the Winter Soldier. I did like the Winter Soldier quite a bit. Like, it had some really great action scenes, and the interactions were were really good. Each their own. <laughs> I liked it. It was good stuff. Um... I've never seen any Thor movies, but like I said, I'm hoping to see <laughs> the one. Ragnarok's definitely the best one. Uh, so did you feel anything when they killed off Loki, since you've only seen him basically in the first Avengers, and <laughs> not even much of him, apparently? <laughs> oh, not at all. <laughs> Damn. That was, it was pretty brutal the way they did it, though. The way he just like, choked him out like that. That was kind of harsh. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty intense. Um... Let's see who else died in this movie. I mean, the only uh, Heimdall. Thor. Seems like all of Thor's people are all dead now. I think all of the Asgardians are now dead. Yep. Are they just on a different planet? Was that what that was? Uh, you'll find out when you see Ragnarok. But basically, their planet exploded, and they all kind of escaped in a ship, in a spaceship, which apparently <laughs> Thanos destroyed. So, I'm guessing they didn't live. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I was... They were heading to Earth to try to start, like, a new uh, Asgard. Probably in, like, Norway and that kind of thing, but I guess they did not make it. I heard, you know, you, you think of, like, oh, these are gods, so then they're in this weird heaven, and I thought, oh, Asgard is their heaven thing. It was just, a, it's just another planet, huh? That's the thing, is, like, they could, since they are gods, like, they could come back, potentially. Like you could just you could spring them from the underworld or something, or you know I guess I, I know recently in the comics like they actually went through Ragnarok, which is basically the end of you know all things in Asgard, and then they were all reborn basically in earthly bodies, and Thor had to kind of go around and you know find their human hosts and kind of My bring mind. them out, <laughs> and that's when they like Thor or Loki ended up being a woman for a while. <laughs> Mm. Which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think overall, I think we kind of said all of our piece. I think it's uh, it's definitely oh, a great yeah. movie. I definitely that everybody. Should... Oh, go ahead, say some more stuff. Um, I think next movie we'll definitely get more of the uh, the Bruce Banner and Black Widow stuff because they really didn't do much with that this time. But I think with it just being the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with that being more focused on the original team, I think you're going to get a lot more of that and finally get some resolution on that shit. Um, now, Vision, I kind of get the feeling that they copied a lot of his stuff out of the stone, but not quite all of it. So I get the feeling it's going to be a very heartbreaking thing where they do manage to fix Vision and get him working again, but it's going to be kind of like he was in this one storyline in the comics where eventually, he, I remember there was one part, not really anything to do with the Infinity Gauntlet, but like he got damaged real badly and they kind of they were able to fix him, but his emotions were all gone and he was just kind of all white and basically he, he had the brain power of the vision but he just didn't have any of the emotions he didn't have the emotional attachment to scarlet witch anymore like he was just kind of a you know a pure robot so i kind of get the feeling that's what's going to happen here and it's just going to be you know heartbreaking again is <laughs> like they finally get him back and he's just not really himself anymore yeah i can see that yeah so that's gonna that's gonna suck but they'll probably get him back eventually hopefully Find some way to 
restore all of his memories and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I figured they'd probably bring him back a little bit. I don't think he's completely gone because he was... They were doing that whole thing with the, uh, uh, you know, trying to copy some of that stuff over, and I don't know how much they got, but... Yeah. I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah, I can see <laughs> Um... Any other predictions that you got? Um, yeah, I think I, I think I covered them all. Hmm. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> like I said, overall, I think the movie is a really good movie. I definitely think that people of the Marvel, um, I guess, community, uh, obviously are going to watch this either way, uh, whether I say so or not. Um, I think that <laughs> Uh, like you only watched America side. Yeah, exactly. That was <laughs> it's really, making tons of money. The biggest reason why I decided to go see it because I felt like something was going to get spoiled by the time I ever saw it. So that's what I wanted to do. Now I do. I did talk to one of my friends, buddies, girlfriends, or wife uh, the other day, and I feel like if you are going to see this movie, I definitely recommend. And you've never seen any of the other ones, just from my standpoint. I definitely think that you should watch all the other Avengers movies and it, yeah. Civil War. I think one, one, two, and Civil War are the only three movies that you need to watch prior. If you want to do like a cliff notes and kind probably of probably need some of the Guardians, I would think. Yeah, I mean, you can watch the Guardians, but I don't think you need to uh, to really understand them. You're you're gonna get that comedy, but they just show up in this movie and they're always doing. Something. <laughs> the only thing that you would have to take away from the Guardians is the fact that Rocket's always stealing stuff. I don't think there's anything else a part well, of it. There, there is the I story mean, with Gamora and Nebula, yep. but they talk about it here. So it's not like... Again, yeah, a they, lot of the stuff that really well with it, because they shoot it in your face, you're like, I don't understand, but then they backfilter it and kind of fill it back in. That's why I say you don't have to watch Thor Ragnarok, because, like, yeah, yeah it, it's pretty much leading up to this movie. That's the very first scenes. But you don't have to because it kind of backflows. And I definitely think that you should watch at least one, two, and Civil War. That being said, those are the very three preliminaries. But definitely watch one and two of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think those ones are probably better than most of the Marvel movies that are even out anyways. They're so hilarious. And I think if you watch those, you'll, you'll understand Peter Quill a little bit more and why he struck out at Thanos when he did, because think about the the, the run he's been having lately, <laughs> where he just found out that his father killed his mother, and then he had to kill his father, and the man who really ended up raising him and was basically his father died, and now he has to it, it, it <laughs> pull the trigger on his girl on his girlfriend. <laughs> so he's got to sacrifice her, too. He's just lost everybody else who's ever been a family member of himself, and now he's got to kill the woman he loves. Then he finds he out she's dead. His eyes. <laughs> the most important yeah. thing. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> You're one sandwich away from being fat. <laughs> you can't eat a dumb well. <laughs> All their dialogue is so great. God, I love them. <laughs> They're pretty great. And Mantis uh, is so great on that team. Like, she's hilarious. <laughs> I know. Like, her powers are useless in a lot of situations, but... <laughs> They're good when they're good, though. <laughs> yeah. She's able to just pull to sleep. I mean, that's pretty great. That's pretty powerful. <laughs> even even though Thanos was super strong, she was at least able to kind of, like, just keep him in that Still. state for just a little 
Yeah. So I mean, she she was good for when she's good. Yeah, she's she's hilarious. I enjoy her and Drax. <laughs> yeah, that, that's hilarious. I love when Drax is like pretending to be invisible and nobody could see <laughs> it. And I'm going so slow. Hey, Drax. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> How long have you been standing there? An hour. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like precise he is with that timing too. It's just like an hour. <laughs> he didn't say like like a little while or like something so vague. He was precise with that answer, and that was the, that part made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> an hour. Oh god, so good! Uh, and every time Thor would call raccoon or rocket a rabbit, <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> Come on, sweet rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, overall, I really can't say enough about how great it was. Um, I mean, I can see where if, you ha- if you're not familiar with the movies, you're not going to get as much out of it. And you have to kind of know these characters to really... Un- to really feel everything that you're going to end up feeling out of this. I mean, it does set things up enough so I think you'll understand it, but you won't necessarily have the, the connection, maybe. Um, but for after 10 years, I kind of think they've earned it. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of story I want them to be telling, is something that you have to kind of have followed along, because it just it gives you a reward for, for sticking with it. Yeah. It's been... It's kind of unprecedented what they've done. Like, really, nobody's ever done something this big and grand in scale. Where, like, for ten years they built towards this one thing. And to pull it off this well, where even the movies that aren't, you know, A-pluses, like, they're not terrible. They're kind of, you know, they're average, if anything. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that, too, because you think about movies like this, because somebody said, oh, I can't I can't wait until next year to watch this movie. I mean, neither can I. Yeah. But we <laughs> ten years... And every, it seems like almost every year we've gotten at least one or a couple movies from this Marvel franchise that has been building up to this moment, which is why I said I wish that the franchise would end right here at the end of this Infinity Wars. That way we get this full circle of this amazing storyline. And I can have this, like you, maybe not so much me, but you have this amazing storyline on your shelf of all the movies that have come out between these 10 to 11 to however many years they'll finish this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, like so like, like you could be like well you know what I, I want to watch this full story just uh, take place and you could just sit there and watch them all but if they keep pooping these movies out I mean it's gonna <laughs> you need to end on a high note but you, you gotta just believe that this is gonna be the end and I think we should move on to something else don't milk this cow until it bleeds don't do that yeah. kill this cow that's true and it's I thought I heard something where they wanted to start going to four movies a year which that's a little too much, I think. <laughs> like you're definitely milking it too hard at that point. Yeah, you, you, you don't need that. Yeah, don't need that's that. that's a little harsh. <laughs> Especially if you're going to be losing a lot of your big characters, then take your time with what you got left. <laughs> that's that's fine. Yeah, I definitely yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. good to do. But I mean, if this box deal does end up totally going through, that does give them a whole lot more options. I know. I they think they can do the Fantastic Four, and they'll have the X Men and shit. And <laughs> that's where I think they should restart. Uh, X Men has obviously done really poorly. I mean, great right <laughs> yep. in the office, but just I think it's gone on down and down and down. Uh, especially since it's new, because you got this cycle of 
you know, the Avengers. You've got, you know, Iron Man and Hulk and all these things you've already done. You've already done all this stuff. And the franchise and the Infinity Wars. Do maybe Guardians of the Galaxy because those are the Guardians of the Galaxy. And then do X-Men because that needs that needs desperately to be rebooted. Yes. Fantastic <laughs> Four, do that. That needs to be... All the other ones need to be forgotten. They just do. Aww. Not <laughs> two, though. I like the first two. <laughs> Fantastic Four, I'd be fine with a new one as long as they do it right, which I think Marvel would. Um, it's kind of like... I know that the guy who did Ant-Man had pitched a version of a Fantastic Four movie he wanted to do where it was going to be set in the 60s, kind of like when the comic first appeared. So uh-huh. I don't know how that would fit in with this universe per se, but that would be interesting because that's kind of the way it seems like the Fantastic Four should be done. Is because they're kind of just this you know corny family type unit that it kind of feels more at place in the 60s more than it will now. But I think you could do it if you do it right. If you did it Marvel style, I'm sure they would find a way to cast it right and get everything right yeah. and make it fun. I mean, I'm cool with that, and that would be nice. Um, like I said, I think that would all be cool, but I just feel like this franchise is just kind of nuts. Just end it when it works. It really needs Yeah. That would be kind of nice, in a way. Because I get the feeling that the longer they keep going, it's they're going to hit a point where it, they can't keep this streak going forever. <laughs> right. And, then and things are going to have to go downhill. And then that'll be sad. Yeah. Yeah. If they start getting to the point where they're like, Lady Thor movie. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) I remember when this used to be cool. Yeah. And you're going to be doing exactly what I just said. I wish they just stopped at this point. I mean, look at this. Lady (laughs) Thor? Lady Thor? (laughs) I do like that. Apparently, it is looking like this movie is going to beat The Force Awakens for the biggest all-time opening weekend. Good. I hope so. Yeah, because Force Awakens was not that good. (laughs) It does not deserve that spot. It was just a fucking remake. (laughs) I hate Force Awakens. Now, The Last Jedi, that movie was just trash. (laughs) That was the trash panda. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It definitely... I mean, this movie... Say what you will, I would say it's a way better movie than Force Awakens, and it, it, unlike Force Awakens, which was just a shot-for-shot shot remake almost, this definitely was different than the other Marvel movies. Like, this moved things forward, this took chances, this definitely, you know, was quite different in many ways. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, this is not just like, oh, this is the original Avengers all over again. Like, no, no. definitely, <laughs> uh, uh... Way, way better than Force Awakens. I enjoy Force Awakens. It doesn't mean this is anywhere close to that. Yeah. Um, obviously, Infinity Wars is way better than Force Awakens. Um, uh, there's now no let me ask you. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you one thing before we uh, before we end here. Now, did you not knowing about the the comic book storyline? Did you expect it to end the way it did? Did you see that coming? Um, I knew that he was going to get all the stones. I knew that that was going to happen. Um, I, like I said, I didn't know anything about a snap. I mean, obviously towards uh, probably the middle, because he said it like three times. They and did the, say, yeah, like the, Gamora mentions it once, I think, and then like he says it, basically they could do it with a snap. So yeah. they did kind of prepare people for it a little bit. Yeah, they, 
And it was weird because it was word for word. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, this is probably going to happen. So um, I knew it was going to snap. Um, I didn't, when he disappeared and showed up and there was just uh, the child version of Gamora, I thought maybe something went wrong. And I thought that that was probably where the movie was going to end. Um, yeah. He went back and he still had the axe in his chest. And then he just kind of gets pulled away from the that portal thing and shows back that I don't even know where that place was. Um, when you start seeing people disappear, I was like, okay, well, then I knew right then that half of everything was going to go away. So uh, the first person, I don't even remember who the first person was, but I knew right then and there half of everybody was leaving. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, th- this is probably how it's going to end, and this is what they're always talking about, that people are going to die, it's because half of everybody's going to die. Um but yeah, I knew he was going to get the gems, uh, especially when you said that the next one was probably going to be called like probably the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, That's my guess. Yeah, I mean that just makes sense. I don't know why they would call it anything else. Yeah, just, just the Infinity Crusade or something. <laughs> don't call it that. That's that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> An adjective. Or, uh, uh, there was that was also a storyline, and basically it went the Infinity Gauntlet, then the Infinity War, and then the Infinity Crusade. <laughs> Those are all different miniseries. Wait, the first one was called Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, it that's the, the actual one. Gauntlet? Yeah, that's this one where you know he does the snap and everything, and Thanos is the main villain. Whereas the other ones, like basically at the end of Infinity Gauntlet, Adam Warlock ends up with the Infinity Gauntlet. And he, like, banishes, he's like, in order to do this wisely, I need to banish all the good and evil out of myself so I can just rule with logic, <laughs> so I don't do anything stupid with this gauntlet. And, uh, unfortunately, by doing that, he ends up recreating the Magus, who is his, you know, evil self, and he creates this good self, who is, like, this, you know, powerful woman who, like, is all good. But she, like, <laughs> so the Infinity War is basically them fighting the Magus, and then the Infinity Crusade is them fighting the woman who ends up, you know, she's all good, but she's basically trying to sap everyone's free will to make them good type thing. So they have to fight her. <laughs> God, I hope that doesn't happen. That sounds yeah. like it be ridiculous. Yeah, I don't see them getting to any of that. <laughs> all right. That's, <laughs> that's a lot more. So much in the story. You need to get uh, the deck building game of Marvel Legendary a deck building game by Marvel or something like that. It's literally... The box. looks really yeah. cool. So it's literally everything Marvel that you could possibly think of. Um, they've gotten to the point to where it's like the most weird and strange characters I guess from the Marvel series because they've already ran out of everything else. They've got like different <laughs> like versions of them. Like this deck you'll have Spider-Man, but then this deck is just Peter Parker. Oh. It's like, oh, okay, that's two different decks. <laughs> I like, got Aunt person. May. <laughs> She's gonna fight yeah. Thanos. <laughs> Get um, that Infinity Gauntlet, Aunt May. <laughs> My man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm interested to see how they do uh, the next one, though. But yeah, definitely pick up Legendary, because don't pick it up. There's already too many expansions, but you'd be interested. I should. And I'll fall down that well completely and buy all the expansions. All you need is just the Munchkin. You've already got it all. But only <laughs> missing, I think, is the Infinity Gauntlet card. Let me see if I can try to find it. It probably uh, too powerful. It's like, we can't give people that. 
Venlo's just waiting. Well, it was a uh, a promo card that you were supposed to get when I bought all three of those, but it didn't come with it, and everybody complained about it. Aw, oh, what the fuck? I know. Uh, oopsies. That ain't no good. I know, I know. Hard. But yeah, I definitely... So nobody got it? They just didn't print it? They're like, oh, you're kidding. No, there's definitely a card for it. I just don't know where... Why they didn't include it at all. Um, yeah, see, there's images of the card right here. It says you get plus two bonus, and then if uh, an extra plus one for each Infinity Gem you have in play, if you control all six Infinity Gems, you win the game. Holy shit. That's pretty good. You just win. That's pretty. I was like, plus two doesn't sound that powerful, but oh. <laughs> you got <laughs> half gems. Yeah, there you go. All those sweet, sweet gems. How did you like it that they didn't put the green one on his uh, the back of his hand? Were you sad about that? Uh, no, I was fine with that. <laughs> I didn't, I've never paid attention that much where I could tell you the exact, you know, <laughs> order of the stones. I do know that they're. I think they're colored differently than the ones in the uh, the comic, anyway. Yeah, in in this one, it's. I can't remember what the colors were. Like I know the soul is definitely the green one in the comics, the one that Adam Warlock has, and that one was time. In this one, is the green one. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, oh, see now you got me all flustered. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, the end, it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so time... Oh, that's weird. They mix them all up. They're the same yeah. color. Just different, just different thingies, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely the same six colors and everything. It's just they switched around which one's which, but, I mean, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm sure it was just because that looked better with whatever movie they were doing at the time. Like, oh, space! Ah, uh, oh man! So they made red the power gem, which makes the most sense because I always think power is being like red and stuff like that. Yeah, but in this mo- gem was, was blue. I thought it was blue, or was that space? Yeah, space was still blue. Uh, yeah, that was blue. That's the one that let him teleport and all that stuff. And stop people from moving and shit like that. Yeah. He stopped Loki when he tried to <laughs> stab him. Oh, here they go. They got the Infinity Gem. So, yeah, space was... Okay, so purple is blue in this one. And blue is yellow. And then green is orange. And then yellow is red. And then orange... They mixed them all up. All of them are completely <laughs> different. Yep. They didn't keep any of them the same. That's very weird. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Like, honestly, if you gave me a quiz on which color was which in the comics, I probably wouldn't do very well. <laughs> Just offhand, without looking at them. Ugh. That's annoying. If you look back, like, in the comics, they did, they really did not n- necessarily know what was going to happen with the, the Infinity Stones. <laughs> Clearly, they had no idea. Like, originally, it was just like, there's the one soul gem, and Adam Warlock had it, and, uh... Then they kind of were like, oh, no, there's actually six different soul gems. And Thanos even had them at one point, and he just kind of forged them into one big gem and was kind of using them almost like a cosmic cube. <laughs> but oh. then they got broken up, and they was, then he found out, oh, I was using them wrong. 
I didn't realize they were all so powerful in their own individual ways and stuff like that. So that's when he decides to go get them again, and he finds out that they're actually called the Infinity Stones, not the Soul Stones. But just one of them is the Soul Stone. <laughs> so I don't think they knew. <laughs> they knew where this was going at the time, but eventually they, they got it all sorted out and made it really cool. Huh, yeah. It's interesting, but yeah, I mean, cool. <laughs> the things you learn. Yep. Yep. Well, I liked it, so it was a good movie. Yeah, I agree. All right. Now well, I'm going to make we've... a game called Infinity Gems. <laughs> Infinity Ham. Oh, I do have something to show you. Since I've got you on. <laughs> well, well, so there's a here. Um, and I was like, oh, I gotta get it because it's made by the same guy who uh, made Ascension, which is the very first card game slash board game that I've ever bought in my life. And the game is called Shards of Infinity. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, that's a really cool guy. Uh, tell me who this looks like to you. <laughs> hmm. It's like Thanos and Apocalypse had a baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm... Surprised that they got away with this. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's a pretty familiar looking guy there. That being said, there's you know, <laughs> it doesn't have the pink really purple nut sack, but there's, <laughs> oh. there's an infinity. There's nothing called infinity anything. Um, oh, it's just the title. Yeah, but the cool thing is, oh, they have the like infinity shark. Instead of <laughs> Infinity Gem, it's an Infinity Shard. Uh, the cool thing is, is like when you play the game, you like level up, and once you reach the max level, if you can play that card, it does Infinity Damage. <laughs> Holy fuck! I did it. To, <laughs> I did it to Oldham, and it was hilarious. It's like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, man. I told you that you should level yourself up. So I just kept going and going and going. I was like, I don't know why you keep spending all your time on leveling. And I was like, you'll see. You have the same card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Infinity Shards of Infinity. And there's a dude that looks identical to Thanos in there. I was like, <laughs> I see what you're doing there. I see what you guys are doing. <laughs> Look at that drunk quest in the background. Yeah, it's one of the only ones that still face forward. <laughs> like that, that one, and then the one just below it, and then Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. At least two of those are great games. Oh, yeah. The one underneath is okay. <laughs> it's like Diablo. Oh, nice. But, yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I think we've got. So, um, I guess I'll just go a really quick outro to say thanks for listening.